0: This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Right now, I wanted to have a conversation about uh, an iconic magazine. I mean, if you had to sit down and, off the top of your head, tell me five famous magazines, like a family feud kind of thing. You might say Time or Newsweek or Life or probably Playboy. One of the most iconic magazines of all. And just, you know, the image around Playboy, the image that Hugh Hefner cultivated over the years, not just for the magazine, but for himself, I mean, it's pretty powerful. Uh, But the world is changing. The, The media industry is changing, and it presents challenges even for iconic magazine brands like Playboy. Now, not too long ago, and it was about a year ago, in fact, Playboy announced that they were going to overhaul their magazine. And they were going to focus more on lifestyle-type issues. And they were going to move away. Well, they were going to drop altogether, in fact. The naked woman, which is really what Playboy made its name on. Because, yeah, I guess we live in a world where if you want to see a naked woman, you've got a, a phone or a computer nearby, it's pretty easy to do so. So Playboy felt maybe they would try to fill other niches. Well, here we are a year later. They've decided that, well, you know what? Maybe we do need naked women in our pages. So the latest edition, uh, the naked women are back. So it's an interesting story about the changes that the industry is going through and the struggles that this particular brand is facing. Join us on the line uh, to talk more about this. very pleased to welcome to the program uh, magazine expert Samir uh, Hosni. He's director of the Magazine Innovation Center at the University of Mississippi. He's also a journalism professor there. Uh, Samir, great to have you with us. Welcome to the program. Well, Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Where do you view Playboy in terms of the the most famous and iconic magazines uh, over the years? Are they right up there?
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, you have to remember, I mean, it's a brand that has been in existence since 1953, which, by the way, the same year I was born. So so when you think about it, that Hugh Hefner is by far the longest-serving editor-slash-publisher creative director of a magazine since its inception I mean nothing come close to to Hugh Hefner and his longevity which was on one hand great thing for the magazine to maintain its identity and on the other hand uh, a curse because uh, the magazine froze in the late 70s and nobody was able to you know throw some heat toward that magazine to revive it because Hefner was involved until last few months, and and that's where the chance that Cooper may have that that they may be able to reinvent this brand.
0: Yeah, now Cooper is is Hugh's uh, son, right? So he's he's now running yeah. the show. So
1: wh- and he is, you know, he's almost the same age as his dad was when he launched Playboy in 1953.
0: Oh, is that right? Yeah, uh,
1: wh- wh- I mean, Cooper is 25, I think, and. and
0: and he's 90. It's a big gap. <laughs> um, yeah. So what, why, why did they decide to, to no longer have? What was To have nude women in their pages, what was the rationale for, for getting rid of the naked women?
1: Well, I mean, their the first rationale was that maybe if we get rid of the naked women, we will get better displays at the newsstands. So you could see now, like, Playboy on the front shelf at Barnes & Noble without any covers without any blinders you can see it at the airport and what they did not recognize is that that brand was based on a dna that hugh hefner came up with which combined great editorial content plus next door naked models and women's and neighbors i mean back in the 50s we had tons of magazines that had nothing but naked celebrities. Mm-hmm. And most of the adult magazines back then had technically no content. I mean, they had like one article among all these pictures just to testify the needs of the United States Postal Service, that they should have a variety of content. But Hefner introduced a magazine for men with the Playboy Advisor, with the fiction, with the uh, Playboy Interview, with all these elements that Really gave people the reason to say, "Oh, I I I buy it for the articles. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. I read the articles, and as I'm flipping the pages, I will see a a a nice you know erotic artistic picture. But when was the last time you heard anybody talking about articles in Playboy? I mean, I remember last time I can remember was in 1976 with the interview with Jimmy Carter. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's uh, well, the said, one everyone like, thinks know, so. I've
1: lost it in my heart. Yeah, and, and that's like almost, I don't know, 50, 40 years ago. So, so we, we, the magazine lost that touch, and then when they took the nudes out, all of a sudden, I mean, you had an oxymoron, Playboy and no nudes. I mean, what type of magazine is this? And the only thing they did good about it is that they enhanced the quality of paper and the quality of the covers in terms of the paperweight, which was the only advantage they probably lost a lot of people who know Playboy as it was, and nobody knew came to Playboy. I mean, who in this day and age wants to be identified as a Playboy? I mean, which man you know can take that as a badge of honor that I'm a Playboy in this day and age? I mean, times are different, and that's why the opportunity now for, for his son, for Cooper Hefner, to reinvent the man's magazine for the... 21st century and and like his dad invented it for the 20th century because his dad is no longer involved and i mean i used to have a former student who was deputy editor at playboy and he used to tell me that every single word in that magazine had to pass through you Hefner. really i mean he was very active in terms of the editing the writing the photography you name it and when somebody tried to do something He'll have a senior moment, and he fired actually that entire staff because they messed up with his magazine. So now we have a golden opportunity to revive that brand, to change the image from that, oh, the magazine is just for reading, but if you want the, the, the sex and if you want the naked woman, you can go to the Playboy TV or you can buy some of the brands or this or that. Right, I because that's not going to work.
0: What's well, going to be interesting because, like any other magazine, it, it exists in a digital form. It's not just the paper magazine anymore that you pick up on the newsstand. But does that form of magazine, whether it's Playboy or anything else, have a future? Uh,
1: definitely. I mean, look at look at Esquire. Look at GQ. Look at I mean, Playboy can easily be, you know, as as well done, well crafted, well designed, like GQ. And Esquire. I mean, in fact, I mean, Playboy was born from the frustrations with Esquire when Hugh Hefner was working there in the accounting department. I mean, so he saw what great magazines could do. I mean, he saw the the great editors. I mean, and publishers David Smart with Esquire and what the magazine was like establishing and doing, and he imitated it. But the the sad part is when Playboy stayed the course in terms of the erotic photography rather than the pornographic photography all the other magazines stri- started competing with the triple x movies then started competing with the cable television then started competing with uh, the internet and there's no room for that i mean no matter how much you shake the magazine it will never move the same way as you see something on the internet or your on your smartphone or your iPad. So, so this is where the, the job, the toughest job now is what type of man wants Playboy today. They have to identify that man. And because the son is still in his 20, he has the ability to connect to those millennials. And, and, but you know, I mean, they added the news. If that's all what they're going to do, it's not going to work. They took away the entertainment for men because now they want to reach a female audience? Give me a break. I mean, can you imagine Cosmopolitan (laughs) saying we're no longer the fun, fearless female? We are just like fun and fearless. But we can be more males and females. I mean, it's like, uh, which woman is going to, I mean, yeah, there will be a few women picking up a copy of Playboy, like there's 5% of guys who pick up Cosmopolitan. But unless they can identify what the millennial man in the 21st century need from a printed magazine is going to be very tough.
0: Well, it is. And for someone who's 25, I mean, Cooper Hefner is 25. He grew up around all of this. But for someone else who's 25, they probably didn't have a Playboy under their mattress when they were a teenager. And they probably don't really have an appreciation for the brand. It's kind of meaningless, I think, to your typical 20-something, isn't it?
1: It's not only meaningless. It scares them because just the idea of this is my grandpa's magazine right yes. this is my father's magazine and and that's what i mean I've, I've been like saying all as long as we have pictures of hugh hefner you know popping viagra and taking pictures with all these models and the first few pages of the magazine it's not going to help the course but now since he's out of the picture this is the first chance in 63 years that playboy may have a chance to establish itself as a, a, as a collectible, readable, intellectual, metrosexual magazine for men who still are in need for advice, whether it's on music, on fashion. I mean, the Playboy advisor was an icon in that magazine. And, and, or the, the Playboy interview, or the, uh, the humor and the cartoon. I mean, there's so much in that magazine besides the center for but because man, this macho image that we never take advice from anyone, they had to sneak those new pictures. So they say, okay, I mean, you know, we, 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 we're not touching your masculinity. You, you mm. can still get advice from a magazine and here every now and then we throw a naked picture. <laughs>
0: it's going to be interesting. Uh, Samir, we'll leave it there. People can find you on the web, by the way. It's MrMagazine.com, MRMagazine.com. Thanks so much for the insight. Appreciate this. You bet. Take care. All right, take care. Samir Husney at the uh, University of Mississippi. He is, uh, again, MrMagazine.com. He heads up the uh, Magazine Innovation Center at the University of Mississippi. So uh, Some thoughts from him on the challenges Playboy faces uh, with millennials today in this, this new media environment. Does the magazine have a future, or is it just kind of one of those icons of the past? Uh, That it was a different time, a different era, and we'll be talking about it in the past tense, before too long. 403-974-TALK is our number, 974-8255. Back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.